Welcome to episode 18. Where have you taken us, Kev? So yes, welcome to episode 18. This is Prosper with Ecstasy. And uh, this is the beginning of my Michelle's Mega Mantic mixtape. So as you might make a mixtape for uh, a girl that you fancied when you were a teenager, this is my mixtape to Michelle. Uh, and obviously we called it the Mega Mantic mixtape because romantic doesn't begin with M and I couldn't find an alliterative synonym uh, for romance. So I just took the RO off and it. Uh, so we start with this because uh, basically the context of this was um, at, over the summer holidays during the COVID lockdown, I spent the entire summer in Dahab with a load of friends from work and people that I know and stuff and it was great. Uh, but Michelle went back to the UK for, for like a month. So I was there. Sorry, just pausing for that other job. <laughs> Uh, so I was there for uh, quite some time without her. So I messaged her, obviously we're in contact each day and stuff. Uh, and I said, uh, I'm going to put together a set for you, uh, a mixtape. Uh, like you like you would do when you were a teenager and you used to make it on cassette tape. <coughs> uh, for when you arrived back in Dahab, because you were coming to Dahab before the end of the summer. And we were going to have a big party uh, with all the people that were living in the villas that we were staying in. Uh, and I was going to play this set as a kind of welcome back. So it's all populated with songs that are either chosen by her or songs that we share between us that have some kind of, I don't know, poignancy to them. This is just one that she sent me that she liked. And I, I sort of, I'd already made the set by this point, so I sort of shoehorned it in at the beginning, which is why the, the crossover into the opening, what was going to be the opening track, is a little bit sketchy. But the rest of it works really well, I think. It's very fun though. It's like this idea of like, yeah, but like it's this idea of like just uh, experiencing fun and ecstasy moments with someone over and over again because you're partying with them. So when that when that drum kicks in, it's so like you can't help but like dance along. And uh, just to put this into context, there you go, bingo card. Uh, just the reason why I keep on laughing occasionally is because uh, David's not only wearing a cowboy hat, but on Sky Who Set His Background is a picture of me and him, which we took in the last episode, which I have then screenshotted with multiple faces and using now as my backdrop. So that I, I hope Dave's going to use it as the cover art for this, uh, for this particular episode because it's just hilarious. It looks like the big fat quiz of the year. Uh, but if the year was solely about us. What's really funny is you've actually, without the background on, I know that you've got a balloon of some description. It's like a, a black or navy balloon behind you. Yeah, my happy birthday balloon. <laughs> but it lines up perfectly with your eye on my screen. So it looks like you're wearing an eye patch. <laughs> yeah, like when the, when the balloon moves and it registers it yeah, moving. Yeah, yeah, there you go. But like the big fat quiz of the year is quite fitting because this episode should be released on New Year's Eve, which is traditionally when the Big Fat Quiz of the Year airs on Channel 4. Love it when a good plan comes together. I love so, it, Jean. Uh, yeah, uh, so the weekend, Blinded Lights, uh, and it, this is just one of Michelle's favourite songs, and it's uh, quite a romantic one. Are you running it slow? Oh, you're going to mix it yeah, with something else. Not, not, well, running at normal speed. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, it's just Prosper starts uh, a little bit slower. But also, this is a slowed down remix version. This is a, a Purple Disco Machine remix. You can see, you can like a boom, 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 right, sort of disco-y uh, bass line in the background. 
And the thing about this set is, whilst it's a romantic or mantic uh, mixtape, uh, it was also designed for a party, so it runs quite quickly. So it's not like going to be just like romantic song after romantic song, it's all like slow dancing. It's, it's supposed to be a party and a celebration of, of Michelle coming back to Egypt. Um, but at the same time, you know, it just have, uh, has a lot of songs in it that are like, yeah, I don't know, like the, the meaning of them is, 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 is quite romantic. going to be there now for a while so probably in about 10 minutes time you'll be like oh I can still hear that actually played this in one of your earlier uh, episodes so it's called places so this one for for me and michelle is a uh, one that we both really really like um because it's about like having a romantic attachment to a place and a thing and a being and a person at that place and going back to that place and re- rediscovering yourselves the baseline really takes into its own there. Yeah, definitely. Again, another another Martin Solveig one. I really do like his unique like brand. Like he I could probably tell you, most of the top DJs, um, I could tell you a song that's theirs by the sound of it, because they all have their own style and signature things that they do. Whereas Martin Solveig is a bit of a comedian, to be fair. <laughs> Him and Jax Jones on, on no, is, Instagram, he's, he's they're hilarious. Why, what's he doing? Oh, just like, there was one video the other day where they were dressed up as turkeys and sand around doing this full, like, TikTok dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's quite quirky, isn't he? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So with that quite punchy start, and it just takes it down a little bit, and I think I take it down a little bit again, um, to more, uh, I don't know, to, the, the next song's uh, Rufus Soul. But it's a purple disco, purple disco machine remix again. Yeah. Like it's got to have that romantic but like discoy sort of feel. And most of this set is discoy. It's supposed to be like it's supposed to be a party as well. But um, you can already hear it's already played at the moment. That's what that piano is in the background. Um, but it's called Treat You Better. Oh yeah, Treat You Better is a great one.
got that nice little like keyboardy yeah. piano coming in. It sounds great. And then, uh, it's, um, that's the start of the roof of the solo. I love the tune. Still with the solo so echo. Her, yeah. her, her echo over the back of it. Just, uh, you know me, I love lyrics. Uh, and this for me is like, it's a it poignant song for me. It's like, yeah, so it's like, I spent the best days of my life with you. Uh, I recognise that I sort of, I, I want to sort of treat you better and, and show you how much I love you sort of thing. It's a really, really nice sentiment to the song. And it picks up here. This is such a good tune. I, I use this regularly when I'm DJing. It's, it, I love the, the feel good vibe of it. It's just such a. Like a yeah. And the whole sentiment of the, the set is to be, you know, kind of romantic but at the same time feel good. To yeah. Party, feel good. Um, it's supposed to be uplifting. Which I'm struggling with dancing at the moment. I, uh, about, well, day before yesterday, I did uh, Tough Mudder Egypt. I did it last year as well. Uh, it was a 5K run uh, with like loads of these big obstacles and stuff uh, built into I don't know if anyone's ever done Tough Mudder, but it's uh, quite hard work. But I'm just like dancing here to myself a little bit and then being like. My legs are absolutely killing me. <laughs> and I try to dance to him, but like, like an old man, like. <laughs> I'm also similarly wrecked because I've been. Um, when we got here, I'm, I'm sitting Sanya at the time of recording. I, would, I set myself a challenge of running every day. And so I went out every morning to go running. I took day five off because I was just buckled. And then today is day six, and I did. Yeah, it reaches your point where your legs don't work. Yeah, so, and, and, and running, like the track I was doing is up a hill. Like you're going to run like 3k up a hill. And I just couldn't do it. But today I went out, I did nine and a half kilometers. Um, wow. I've been surfing uh, a couple of days ago. I've been on the beach digging holes with my kids. Like, I've been cool. I'm just done in. I'm ready for. Well. At the time of listening, I'll be snowboarding, and I will have been snowboarding for four days. Let me let me let me put it in context of where the listeners are. I love snowboarding. I love the the fresh powder <laughs> and how gentle it is on, on my knees. Uh, I mean. I, if nothing, well, I mean, I don't snowboard, I ski, but like, I, I did uh, skiing, I was supposed to be going, well, might have been going this year, had it been uh, available as an option, but uh, I couldn't go last year, obviously. Uh, but the year before, when we did a skiing holiday with uh, Sarah and Mark Newton up in the French-Swiss border on the mountains, um, and, uh, oh my God, after... Oh, well, you, you really sort of live it hard though, like you're skiing all day for like 10 hours and then in the evening just like going out and partying and then you get on the next day and the only cure for your hangover is to get up on the slopes again in the fresh mountain air. And uh, oh, by day five mate, my legs were just buckled, exactly as you were saying there, like you just, it just came. <laughs> so again, uh, following on from Treat You Better, uh, we now move into There For You, uh, which is a warehouse remix by Gorgon City. Gorgon City being really, really loving Gorgon City at the moment. Uh, every song that they're producing, I'm just I'm loving. They've got this really big, oh, bassy sort of sound that they use in all of their songs. It's about to happen in a minute. Um, this one being quite, quite a nice sentiment. Like, I wish I was there for you. Distort it out. Emphasize the drop. Yeah. It's got that blinky, 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 blinky in the background, which keeps it's it cool. kind of a bit more light-hearted. And you'll notice that it's 
still there. <laughs> so that's 15 minutes. We said we were checking the 15 minute mark. I was about to say, uh, what song are we at? And uh, we're up to song five. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> this is a, a typical Kev set. Yeah, quick pace but slow transitions. But as you said, I, I did, I did want to give Michelle the chance to actually listen to the songs as well though. Maybe a future episode could be, you mix at my pace, I mix at your pace. Yeah, I think that's a good idea for a future episode. Well, when we do uh, remixing each other's sets, which everyone knows, I, I went back of the, the sets and it was actually the Club Drop Akana one, I think you were going to rework in your own fashion. So when you rework that, the idea is uh, more of the song and, and, and kind of uh, longer, smooth transitions or something. But then I'll try and do a, like a, an ADHD set. <laughs> I love the tune. So when Michelle and I uh, were apart for uh, a year, um, we saw each other a lot, obviously, and stuff, and, and um, like at house parties and stuff, whenever I DJ this song, because it was one that we both knew or liked, but obviously this is a very funky disco version, but um, it was very much a case of like, you know, kind of it all being a being quite poignant because like the lyrics are about like being around you makes me feel a little bit like like she said uh, fucked up um, and confused or whatever so like now we sort of look back at the song and it's got a bit, a bit of a different uh, different sentiment to it I love songs that change like that yeah and it's like it's, it's nice though isn't it like not to sound like morbid and stuff I genuinely do I've got a very happy connotation with the song but uh, where, where it first started for the two of us was like started from a really kind of meaningful place for the two of us and then um, later became something else I, I, I love that about I always love that about music just in general that you can have these moments like there's certain songs that I hear it's like that's a day from the song and it reminds me of all the cool things we've done or you know that's a feral song or that's a Monique song or that you know whatever And that was me dropping in the uh, fourth track there. So you've got the from the beginning. I like it. Uh, you've got places on loop. That's where you've got Kitty Better still on loop. So you've got there for you playing. And I've just brought in David Guetta and Martin Solveig. And then watch me try and muddle my way out of it because I realise there's too many things playing. The reason why David's laughing is because, because he's my backdrop on Skype. I'm, I'm now pretending to pick his nose with my, with my fingers. <laughs> anyway, this is great. Great song. So again, Martin Solveig. <laughs> <laughs> you and Martin Solveig have got a thing. Oh, I think he's a... Uh... <laughs> I think he drinks wine for the bottle. <laughs> Good man. <laughs> he's a classy lady. <laughs> <laughs> There was a Sia song that you played. Yes. 
And I said that that's my favourite Sia song. Yeah. Because it was one that we, we used to, we had a great remix of that had with that big, uh, almost jump steppy drop in it. Yeah. Anyway, I use that song here, but not, not that version, like the original version. Coming in now. Feel that like warmth and um, uh, like sort of loveliness. Yeah, uh, I wish lasted lasted for a while after tomorrow for me. Uh, I mean, not the immediate two days afterwards. I was absolutely knackered, but I mean the actual lasting effect on me, uh, sort of psycho emotionally, was uh, was really really poignant. Like I went into the next year even like still sort of riding that wave and just having like a really positive summer and experience and then since then I've used this song uh, in uh, quite a few sets and stuff but it has like that again that just reminds me that remembering to appreciate the afterglow of, of when you've had great experiences and just take stock take stock in the moment and just be like actually my life's pretty good <laughs> why not I think the afterglow could be you know, it's so easy to go, oh, that's finished. But like, whatever experience you're having, you have to go up like, oh, I'm so sad, it's finished. But just being happy it happened is a massive step. You know what? When you left on the train, to go sorry, after Tomorrowland, I, yeah. I was, you got on the train at Aberdeen train station, and I had to drive south to Glasgow to get my passport. And I had to stop the car because I couldn't drive because I was so upset. Um, and Jen, yeah, that was the last time I was going to see you, you two, you guys, the entire family, the kids with you as well. Oh yeah, because on the way there, wasn't Connor sick on the way yeah, there? Yeah, he was. Well. <laughs> oh, I've got to remember because we were nearly late for the train. Yeah. So it was a real rush goodbye, but like yeah. it was just like a big, big hug and a sort of. Uh, I did, I did a Monique thing where like when when she said goodbye to you after Tomorrowland when we left uh, uh, Netherlands. Yeah. And she was like, quick hug started to cry out and say, Don, get into the car and leave it, you know, like, cut it off before you, you know, you wallow in it. Um, and I, I actually did the same, uh, I think it was Edinburgh Station, wasn't it? No, up in Aberdeen. It was up in Aberdeen. Uh, just hug, hu- oh, Aberdeen, yeah. yeah. I had to, like, hug you both goodbye. Caught myself caving and just, like, because I knew I was going to see you for, like, probably a couple of years. Uh, and then just got on the train and just, not, not a pleasant journey. Um, but that, again, same thing. And that kind of leads very nicely into the, the reason why I like this song, this Elastic Heart by Sia. It, in many respects, I used it in this set because 
both Michelle and I really like Sia. You know, from her early days at Zero Seven all the way through to her as a solo artist. Just brilliant. Like, chandelier and things like that are, like, iconic yeah. songs for us at parties and stuff, because it always involves people doing silly things and ripping surfboards off ceilings <laughs> and shit. But, um... Ada. <laughs> but, uh, this song in particular is, is one that I find uh, really, really, like, poignant, because it's the idea of, like, no matter what life throws at you, if you, if you understand that your, your heart is elastic, it's, it, it, it can be stretched in, but it will eventually return back to its original form. And about having a thick skin, thick skin and elastic heart. So like the idea of a thick skin, just like rolling with what happens, letting your heart sort of feel what it feels, but it will return to what your core self is, your being is afterwards. Uh, and it's the same, what we're talking about with saying goodbye to your friends. I think anyone who works as a, an expat, uh, especially in the teaching profession, where you're losing friends to different countries, uh, knows how obsessive that can be. And but if you have an appreciation for being thick-skinned and having an elastic heart, then you know you'll sort of see those people again. I don't know. Does that does that make sense? The ones you meet, <laughs> the ones that, like it's hard because you know you 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 are such good close friends with so many people who you are in one moment and then if you look at your moment six months later or 12 months later the people have changed because like half of your your friend group has moved on or, or you've had people come in who have joined your friend group or you have moved yourself yeah. to a new friend group. and they've changed you in some way you know and you make yeah you make new uh, stories with them as well absolutely what's hard for me now is i've been abroad for uh nearly 11 years my thing now is I have to start every story with. Have I told you about the time when? <laughs> because I can't, yeah, I can't yeah. remember. <laughs> I've told one. Same story. Like there's so many times during uh, these episodes that I'm like, uh, I'm questioning in my head. Have I already spoken about that? Like, <laughs> well, that's when we consult the oracle and go, Hey, money, can we mention that story before? <laughs> yeah, very true. Um, right. So it's had that punchy. Yeah, I love it. For like the first sort of seven songs. No, no, sorry, first nine songs. And then on song number ten, uh, we drop it right down. I love LaRue. I love this ep- this mix of it. It's so empty. Yeah, pure vocal. I just I stripped everything back. Just listen to the lyrics as well. So this, uh, this song, when it actually breaks, breaks into like a really, really heavy dubstep that just wouldn't have fit in with the sort of disco-y bit. So I just use this sample bit and then I put it on loop uh, and then go into the next song, which uh, is Ocean Drive played at an inordinately fast pace, which is only going to annoy Stacey. <laughs> You're welcome, Stacey. <laughs> this is it. So you loop it and then come out of it. Well, maybe I left it in on this one. I can't remember, actually. <laughs> Jesus, that's fast for Ocean Drive. This is Ocean Rattle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ocean Drive's at 117. I'm like, this is going to... Ocean Drive's going to come in at, like, 126. <laughs> but you know it's building to a big drop. Purple Disco Machine remix of Ocean Drive. 
Yeah, and then I just uh, distort out the end of LaRue there. Just as a kind of wavy distortion to get into this song. Yeah, I thought I did. <laughs> Very fast It is a very fast version of uh, of Ocean Drive. <laughs> this, this is gonna love it. listening uh, both of Dave's uh, two little boys just came into shop just chatting away to them for a minute it's usually why we had a probably a period of stark silence which I'll probably cut out of this uh, echo chamber it is funky though it's fast but it's very funky it is, they, um, so it's got the bass line of tequila rolling in in the background oh yeah yeah and, uh, again another Jack, Jack Jones and Martin Solvey this is basically a Martin Solvig set. <laughs> I think your last one, or maybe two sets but, um, ago, Martin Solvig set. But, uh, yeah, so the next one is not less, less, less romantic, more of an appreciation for uh, uh, Michelle's dancing. It's like, she brings it to the dance floor. That was just taking the bass line of the previous song and just isolating the vocals of Tequila. So the, again, the connotation for this is uh, it's a great song for getting people on the dance floor. Take your tequila shot to the dance floor. So, um, one of the reasons uh, that Michelle is fantastic uh, at parties is that she is never off the dance floor. In fact, like, actively encourages as many people as possible to be on the dance floor. So, this song seems to be a good uh, celebration of that. behind this bit. With a very meaty, meaty bass. 
Uh, it's definitely going on a bingo card. Meaty bait, isn't it? I am. Um, one of my... One of my favourite memories of Michelle at a party. It's your place in, in Paris. Where she had some kind of cushion game going on. With like chairs and cushions. We have to leap from one to the other. Uh, and then... There was also breakdancing happening in the middle. Yeah. Right. What? <laughs> I'm just glad I was DJ. <laughs> you know, like, the musical chairs quite often made an appearance. Yeah. yeah. Or soaping my parquet flooring and doing a uh, human bowling. <laughs> True story. <laughs> oh, I like this. What's the story of this one? So. So the original being a favourite of mine is something I play quite a lot of parties, yeah. Um, but at the time when I was putting this set together, Harrison had released this version. And like, whilst I don't normally like re-vocalised songs of classics, I quite like this because it's got this bit in it. Like the, the synthy sort of uh, disco, yeah. I really, I, I, it sort of tied in with what I was trying to do with the set quite nicely. And it's sort of romantic in a sense. It's a bit like... Um, uh, the Rufus to Soul one we had earlier, Treat You Better. It's like, Treat You Better, I want to praise you. And, like, you know what? You're making it very difficult for me in future episodes to play a romantic section. I feel like you've stolen all the good songs. <laughs> oh, mate, you've got so many songs in for you and Jen that you could uh, incorporate. <laughs> like, I don't think you'd have a problem with that, mate. This bit's nice. Just added a bit more uh, frenetic sort of, uh, disco. So the next one, uh, the next song, I, I made a bit of a, a balls up in the next one. I think I leave it on too long, uh, more so than like I normally do. And I can't remember why. I remember giving you something at the time that I was recording. I think I was recording this at in Dahab. For some reason, I got sidetracked at this stage and left the song on too long. So I think the next one's quite a long one. It was all, it was all sort of influenced by that, that period of uh, missing Michelle and being in Dahab and kind of finding things like exciting, fun, sunny, really nice summer things to do, like diving, scuba diving. And uh, days out on boats and going to islands and stuff like this. And I think that's what this next one was about. Pop, pop, pop. Can you hear it now? I love the set, not just because of the songs in it and because how well how well it's been mixed, but also because of how much you you put into it. You know, when I think about your journey in the last couple of years, this set is just such a good one because, you know, it's been rough for you. You can cut the set if you want, by the way. <laughs> no, 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 not I Like, that is, the whole point of it was exactly that. Like, you know me, I'm like, maybe not as technically skilled as uh, probably could be but I, I like to try and create a narrative with the, yeah. the, the sets that I do. Now this for me is, is pure, pure dahab and pure being with the people that you love. Uh, so like not the entire set isn't just like a kind of a, uh, an ode completely to Michelle and how wonderful she is. And she is and, and she deserves that but uh, it's also like a, a celebration of the fact that she was coming to dahab. So like the sun is shining by Funkstar Deluxe. It's uh, just a really, really nice feel-good. I, I imagine playing this set just as like the sun was setting. Yeah, this recorded one. How long ago did I record it? Yeah. 
summer. It would have been towards the end of the summer holiday, so like July. So five months ago. Probably. Yeah, five months. Oh my god, when you say it like that. <laughs> I mean, say it like that. Say it as the truth. <laughs> you know, sometimes when the truth hits, you're like, oh my god, it was five months ago. Happy New Year, everybody. Way. Well, yeah, well, yeah, no, Happy New Year, everyone. I hope the sun is shining where you are. It's not negative. It's not. It's not so shiny where you are. Four. <laughs> <laughs> but to leave that house. <laughs> but anyway, happy new year anyway, and I wish the sun was shining where you are. Probably get Dave Bill right back at this exact point when he's listening to this and be like, "Well, it's sunny in Brazil." <laughs> Such a funky line, isn't it? I love it. Yeah, I was well, I was well supposed to have come out of this song by now. I think I had to <laughs> I remember this, uh, this is Saturday in ages ago that had sunshine in it. it was, uh, sunshine was in it for about six minutes. I was like, I, I, I just kind of got lost in the song a little bit. <laughs> oh, there it is. So this song, is uh, this next song coming in, it's Lost Frequencies, but it's uh, an unreleased remix. Oh, yeah. Oh no, no, this is, I'm sorry, we've got the weekend first. No, no, that was coming up, sorry. I was going off, uh, going off memory there. No, we've got uh, the weekend, because we know it's due to arrive on a Thursday. And uh, we were going to have a party that night. Well, we did have a party that night, actually. We had a big barbecue uh, with, like, loads of prawns and steak. And it was nice, because uh, it's about, like, 12 different people staying in the same villa complex and we all sort of contributed a, a dish or a couple of dishes and just uh, sort of had music, dancing, food, wine, lovely, yeah. You'd have loved it, man. Uh, probably like the prawns, but yeah, the rest of it sounds great. You what? Probably not the prawns, but the rest of it sounds great. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dave is allergic to shellfish. And uh, at a Christmas party once, ate shellfish. It did not turn out well. It's not just once. It seems like every time I go out and people go, oh, would you like this nice delicacy? I say, yes, I would. And it turns out every single time to be either prawn or crab or lobster. And all three of them were like, on my throat. I, li- I like the fact that you keep on testing it just in case, you know. But, uh, there was you a, know. A, a very long period of time, and Michelle was definitely bad for this. Like, she takes the piss out of me so much for this. Genuinely, it was a very large period in my life where I thought I was allergic to peanuts. <laughs> Turns out I just didn't like them, and I convinced myself that I was allergic to them. So, uh, whilst I was on, uh, on a school trip in Spain, sitting in a taverna, drinking a Savitha and Coke, uh, no, sorry, Coke, <laughs> that's beer and Coke, uh, just drinking a, drinking a beer. Uh, and uh, I was absolutely starving, and there was a bowl of peanuts in front of me, and I just thought, oh, I'll give it a go. Absolutely fine. <laughs> I've spent the last 15 years of my life thinking I was allergic to peanuts. Like, convinced myself that I was allergic to peanuts. Such as, uh, a weird and wonderful that was amazing that was amazing but yeah you've got to keep on testing it maybe one day you won't be allergic to shellfish and uh, that, it, like where you are in the world it's quite, they're quite a seafoody people as well like. <laughs> yep they're like do you want a steak? yeah I'd love a steak oh what flavour of steak is it? Crab flavour. Oh. Prawns! Surf and turf. Oh, I love surf and turf. Half an apple. 
Oh, I'd love an apple. What flavor of apple is it? Lobster. <laughs> so this is the Lost Frequencies. Um, oh yeah. It's a mashup, uh, but it's uh, an unreleased version. So it's actually was used at Tomorrowland, and they recorded the vocals from it, and someone released it. Well, not some. Someone released it as a, as a track. So it's a bit, it's a bit tinny, but I quite like it. I'm going to leave you with Dave for about 30 seconds to 60 seconds whilst I go to the toilet. He can provide some kind of commentary or you can just sit nicely in silence and, and listen to Lost Frequencies. <laughs> the longest that we haven't talked in the podcast. So Lane, who always says, why do you talk? Would have been loving the last 30 seconds. She's right, you know, we should just release the music. To the bit of the song where it was like a total synth fart. Yeah. I think this is it now. Yeah, it is. Synth fart. No one is better at using a synth than Lost Frequencies. He's <laughs> really got a tune to the, such a specific sound, you know. Yeah, and somehow manages to make each song sound a little bit different. And I think I think it's not. I think he doesn't use the same synth every time. I think he uses uh, a synth and then no, changes it. No, if you see pictures of his, yeah, if you see pictures of his recording space, like he's he's got like 15, 16 different synths. So this one, a bit of a lesser known one. Um, it's called No Time by Lost Last Lastings. But it's a mixed, uh, well, uh, mixed with Rufus to Sol. Because you know me, I can't get through a set without it turning at least a little bit deep techno at some point. 
and Lost Frequency seems to be the perfect turning point to make that happen. <laughs> so to all of our avid listeners who are listening to this as it is released, can I say thank you all for listening? And also, um, after this, you should tune into the Tomorrowland New Year's broadcast, which happens at midnight, wherever you are. Um, to those of you listening after the New Year, Happy 2021! Happy 2021, people! Now go back and watch the Tomorrowland Winter Digital Festival and uh, give that give that a crack. Because uh, it's all your top DJs, but just playing in a uh, simulated virtual environment. Because obviously no one can be there. And so Tomorrowland, your winter version is normally in the, uh, the French Alps or wherever it is they do it, uh, and it's done it's like for skiers and snowboarders. I'd really like to do that at some point. To be fair, mate. Right? Really, really. Oh, me too. Like, can you imagine just like skiing, skiing down between stages, and then getting ski lifts up, and then just starting the whole. Oh my god, it would just be immense. And I'm not. I'm not sure. Like, I, I mean, it really does increase the likelihood of injury. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, the idea of skiing between the stages would be just epic. Be like this moment. Just sounds a bit unnerving. So I was thinking of what to listen to when I was snowboarding. And I, my best possible yeah. solution was to download every episode of our podcast. To download every episode to do what? Listen to it. I've downloaded all of our episodes on my phone. And so when I'm snowboarding through the uh, Chinese Alps, Chinese Hills, Probably that is else. a cracking idea. I, a good way to, a good thing to listen to whilst you're travelling. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, like if you've got a really long, like long haul journey or long haul flight or five hours driving to here, that's a great way to spend it. Just like, because I, uh, I've come back and listened to a few episodes again. Like, generally speaking, I listen to them once or twice uh, when I'm in the gym or something like that. But if I've got a lot, if I had a long haul journey, it'd be really. I mean, this is advice to our listeners. Got long haul journeys, <laughs> listen to the episodes, um, and it's, it's nice because it's like uh, sort of just, uh, just hearing two fellas chat bollocks. It's the whole <laughs> podcast in general, really, isn't it? That is though, isn't it? And also, if you're, if you do that, oh, if, if you do sit, oh. oh yeah, yeah that's nice. Anyway, yeah, so nice. like that, like for example, my my mate Draper sent me a podcast. It was um. Between this, I can't remember the name of the guy who's doing the interview, but him and Brian Blessed, you know the, you know the guy from Flash Gordon. Oh yeah, and Brian Blessed. Yeah, yeah. Gordon's Brian, alive. Gordon's alive. Yeah, so, uh, anyway, he's had a really interesting life where he's like climbed fucking uh, Mount Everest and all this stuff for like charity. And, uh, he's an amazing actor. He's like he's uh, going to drama school with like Ian McKellen and things like this. But he was, obviously didn't hit it as big as him. But he's just, he's no holds barred, just swearing, telling these stories about like, <laughs> and well, I'll see if we can find a link to post it in the comments section, it is, it's brilliant. So, and when, when my mate Trevor sent that to me, that was, you know when I left you, in, uh, that we talked about earlier, in Aberdeen, yeah. I listened to that on that train journey, and it proper cheered me up, it was just like listening to, you know, some guy chat bollocks, and it's just funny bollocks about his life. More interesting bollocks about his life. And it, it takes your mind off it, it takes your mind off the travelling, it takes your mind off whatever you're going through. And it's just, yeah, it's nice. So, yeah, I suppose the end of the moral of the story is download the episodes, listen to them. So, as we come in now to Armin van Buren, 
uh, in and out of love. So we started very poppy, then we went a bit synthy and deep housey, and now we're to almost, almost trancy. Armand Van Buren knows what he's doing. Feel this. He does sounds well. Haunting. But it's romantic. It's it's like it's not melancholy haunting. It's just. Listen to the lyrics as well. It's the idea of something being in front of you, but you're not realising. I love what he's done with the vocals. He hasn't clipped them perfectly. So you get the uh, keep, yeah. keep. And it sounds so good. rainbow set I was telling you about in the last yeah. episode there's a point in that where I use one of the most depressing songs uh, but because of the song that it's mixed with, or the two songs it's mixed with, the one before it the one after it so it's like three played at once it's, it sounds almost like really uplifting but the lyrics are like in complete opposite <laughs> style, complete yeah. paradox and you get those moments sometimes when you put set together And if you haven't already guessed by that synth, that's Lost Frequencies coming in. <laughs> hey Felix, how you doing buddy? I haven't heard you for like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> terrible, terrible. Like I said, I was, I was going through a phase about five months ago of just purely listening to Martin solving Lost Frequencies. I just, uh, your ear likes what it likes, you know? Like if it's not what other people like, that's fine, but... Of a slow dance moment, isn't it? It's nice, I like it. I think I was supposed to loop the ending of that to make it a bit more graduated. Like, oh, I like it. Hey, it just goes whoop. Where it does this now. is epic. Her voice is so nice. Just rolling about, splashing about in that bass, just like it sounds amazing. It. Yeah, you need to be listening to this on good earphones. 
We always get to this point in the episode where we say, hey listeners, make sure you're listening to, <laughs> to this on good headphones. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you're listening to this on uh, ear-covering earphones with very good bass. That's for like two minutes from the end of the set. Wait, did you listen to the whole thing on tinny things? On yeah. Your phone? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Wait, man. So like, uh, this one's not even... This song's not even particularly romantic, it's just that, and it was a new song at the time, so that's why the shoehorn did it at the end. It's like, I just thought, and, uh, I thought Michelle might like it, uh, so I just included it in the set as well. But it's, uh, in terms of the, the story of the set, it's that, like, you know, going a bit deeper and darker. As you would expect the, the, the night to go as people get more and more into it. Did she like the song? Oh yeah! Loves Lost Frequencies. When we manage to get to Tomorrowland next year. <laughs> Please God. Yeah, fingers um, crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Everything crossed. Tie a knot in it. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so as and when that happens, no doubt Lost Frequencies will feature very heavily in the weekend. There's so many of their tracks that we're like... Yeah! It's actually a bit depressing end to the set this. <laughs> didn't realise didn't realize, uh, I did that, actually. <laughs> but like, in a nice way. Oh, I, th- I think... Oh, I know what I've ended it with. Because it's, it's for me and Michelle. I forgot I put this in at the end. So take the card out of your stand. London Grammar. Listen to the fucking lyrics on this. I don't see him standing there in front of me. Don't stop what you're doing, just love me. Come and ride. Don't stop these things. And again, it's another one of those ones of connotations. Michelle and I, London Grammar, just... Oh, God, it's so good. Just listen now. May the best of me be enough to keep you Or I'm already losing you Just so nice. Or I'm already losing you Yeah, so this is what I finished with. Lyrics are so good. And for many, many points in our relationship, latterly particularly, especially during lockdown, when they need it. Uh, in the same way that you, they carry you when you need it as well. And that constant state of fluctuation is and what defines your relationship. And what I love about this song is it's a recognition of that. And it's just like, I, I hope I can keep that. I hope I can live up to that. I hope, yeah. May the best 
Isn't it? And it is, as always, London Grammar uh, as the defining uh, band of uh, probably Mind and Michelle's relationship, but like of, of several DJs and bands that we, we share as being uh, poignant and important to us. So that whole set, uh, in part, was either a celebration of, celebration for uh, Michelle uh, in some way. And... Uh, <laughs> I hope that when she listens to this episode, when it's released <laughs> on New Year's Eve, that it. I hope that. <laughs> I hope that it goes down well because otherwise it might be a bit of a strange New Year's Eve. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. She's already listened to the set before. I think that was a, such a beautiful set. I, I love the tunes in it. I love the 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 emotions that came with all the songs. It was just a, a great. A, a, a demonstration of your DJing with your love for Michelle. I, like, I could feel it in every song. I love it. Good. I'm glad. Thank you very much, mate. And to everyone listening, uh, a massive Happy New Year, which is, I hope, going to happen in an hour or so, if you listen to it beforehand. Or if not, then uh, Happy 2021 and glad you're here. <laughs> it's also possible I decided to upload the episode late. And then it's like, hey, Happy 2021 plus six days. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so if that is the case, <laughs> if that is the case, because Dave's just been like, I don't know, stuck on a mountain, uh, <laughs> then uh, happy 2021, people. Let's hope for a better one than 2020, because that was a bit of a write off, wasn't it? <laughs> Are we, we're going to do the remixing of each other's sets, yeah? Yes. At some point. Should that At be the point. next one? We'll try and do that. I don't know. Well, anyway. uh, no, next, um, one, next one is 1920. Do, do we want our special guests? Oh, yes, that's true. Yeah, we want special guests. Um, we'll not mention who they are. I've got three people in mind uh, that we'll have to check for availability. Uh, so as and when that happens... Oh, maybe I'll do my rain- I'll finish my Rainbow Road set and then we can just okay. chat bollocks with guests. All right, I'll do a, I'll do a, I'll do a set worthy of guests too. <laughs> you, need to, you need to do a... You need to do... Oh, no, i tell you what you can do. You can do a Burns Night... Uh, preparation Kaylee type set. That, no, that too early. Too early. To too on. early because that's twenty fifth. What is that? That's the end of January, isn't it? End of January. So we need. All oh, right. Okay. So uh, yeah, do, do do another interim interim it's, set. Uh, just some bollocks. And then after you. that, you'll have to do a Kaylee set. Okay. Yeah, just bollocks set. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. All right. Thanks very much for listening, guys. And I'll see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>